Hey everyone, welcome to This Guy's Sick. This is our first Cyber Psychos episode. Cyber Psychos. It's, it's not cyberpunk related, but we are talking about crime. This is our first true crime episode. True crime, branching out. And we're focusing on wrongans online and pop culture crime. and A lot of it's going to be internet related crime. And today we're, we're starting with like a proper fucking weird little cunt. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say about him? Like, it's one weird fucking little cunt. Leslie. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he's not on this. He would have a lot to say about this type of crime. I think he'd, he'd, right up his alley, he'd right up his and his and his jacks. He's well. a he's a he's a future fucking cyber psycho. Probably oh, it wouldn't probably, be up yeah. his alley. It'd be at someone else's. If he didn't get laid at the moment, he, I would imagine there was some crime going. Like he'd be on the edge. Yeah, that incel culture. He'd yeah. be right in there, blaming women, not being in, the, not being out on the bus. Yeah, so we are talking about Luca Magnotta. Rocco Magnotta. Or as some some videos people were like, but they were French um, Canadian. They're like Magnotta. Like yeah. they, call, they they fucking say it weird. But he, it's Magnotta. Like, and and in his voice, uh, the Luca Mag- like sounds like doing a bad Arnie impression. Like, I don't know what the fuck that voice. It's not. It's it's a fake voice, right? That he uses. He sounds. It sounds like uh, in certain interviews you hear, and he sounds like Kevin Spacey out of Seven. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of that in there. And, that's and a, that says a lot about him, doesn't it? Well, but then he was into all that shit. So the idea that he may have been interested in murder movies ain't far off the mark because he no. fucking loved murders and crime and shit. He was kind of an addict of this stuff. Well, I think maybe if you look back at his upbringing and that, like what we'll mention is... And he probably he just dived straight into films as like an escape mechanism for his for the life he had. Yeah, before we dig into all that, if you haven't seen or heard of Luca Magnata, you may have heard of uh, One Lunatic, One Ice Pick, which was a huge shock video back in when he committed the crime. 2012, eh? Yeah, 2012, and he did the crime. So in that era, for a few years, this was this was on all shock sites every fucking where, this video. Um, and that that's him, right? So And he's also part of the Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats, uh, which put him back in the limelight probably brought him to the limelight in a way because there's a lot of people that would never have heard of him no no i'd no. never i'd never even heard of this crime before i think unless you, i think if you were canadian you fucking heard of him right yes because yeah. it was it was quite a ruthless killing especially by canadian standards because those people are so bloody pleasant yeah and if you're french you would have heard of him when he was on the run uh, and Germ- the germany germany so so in part, a lot of parts they were that and i remember the shock video i've seen the shock video because people would email it around and fucking send it actually i saw it because i mate had it on his phone and it was back in the day where people would fucking go oh uh, yeah you fuck? blue you bluetooth send it yeah you go what the fuck is this and some cunt sent you a fucking horse raping a woman or something you're like i don't want this on my phone um so he's back in that time. No, it's going on my computer for later. Yeah, I'm <laughs> waiting one for five minutes. Um, later on, and like, so he he viciously murdered someone, but there's a whole strange series of events that go around the crime. It's not just a one-off murder out of nowhere, and it all stems back to like if you actually follow the patterns of his life, which is where we start now. His early age and his relationship with his parents, for example, and his grandparents, and his grandparents who took him in and stuff. Tell tell us a little bit about. Luca's mum and dad start. Well, Luca, Luca obviously, uh, obviously, he was born in 1982. Yeah. Uh, his real name is Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. Yes. So, 
um, one of three brothers. I think he was the oldest of three brothers. Father was diagnosed as schizophrenic in 1994, and that will we I, I honestly reckon that pens quite a lot into the stories he fabricated and how how he was and as an as older in a, as an adult. Yeah, well, he, you know, not to spoil what we're going to talk about later, but he does live in some kind of fantasy world, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of schizophrenic people have a twisted, warped version of reality. Some of them have another personality or people they talk to which and maybe that ties into some of Luke it's so, it's, yeah that's something i want I'll, I'll bring up maybe probably in, in episode two um yeah so his mother had severe ocd massive clean freak to the point where she would kick the kids kick him and his brother out brothers out of the house no matter what time of the year it was so she could deep clean the house yeah make him sit outside sit yeah. outside the matter if it was dead of winter they were going outside to the yeah, point where... Or all the fucking blistering heat of the summer. Yeah. Think. And she literally... Well, she killed the family rabbits. Yeah. Because she literally just threw them out in freezing cold temperatures and left them outside to freeze because they were making too much of a mess. Yeah. I mean, any pets that the kids tried to have were... Yeah. Dealt with by the mum. Yeah. You know, that was not allowed in a fucking house, pets, because they're scummy, dirty. And they didn't, and what, I, what one of the things I listened to about it with the mum at that point was she would tell him, though, that they're dirty. And filthy, filthy animals. Get them out of the house. Like, so there was like a drumming in often of these are disgusting things, which plays very much into his treatment of animals later on in life. Yes, he doesn't have any. He doesn't hold any sort of consequence or like remorse for how he treats animals because he saw it himself with his yeah. mother. Literally, just like fucking get rid of them, and that's lit by whatever means. Doesn't matter. Just get rid of them. I found the kitty. I want to bring it home. Fucking get it out. Yeah. The fucking house now. Well, with the OCD, right? There was the washing of her children. Yes, yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch any so, of this in, yeah, in any so of the I research. So I heard about this that she would fucking bathe him, Luca. What? When he dirty. You up dirty to boy. up to up to what? Sixteen. Good right? lord. She would fucking in the bath now, bleaching his knob, like really fucking scrubbing him clean. Like, as part of her OCD, that's why she used to make the kids go outside. Yeah. Because you're dirty and you're going to make the house dirty while I clean. Right, now in the bath. And she would monitor him, scrub his dick, the whole fucking, you know, Red Maybe, Dragon uh, fucking movie. Fucking you dirty beast. You dirty beast, that penis. You've pissed your bed. You know, yeah. she, his mum. Ah, yeah, he was a bedwetter. Yeah, he was a bedwetter. His mum was like which, that. Which is clear tell signs of a psychopath. That's one of the early stages of... um. Of like a of a serial killer traits, uh, yeah. They his parents divorced not long after the father was diagnosed. So about ninety four, ninety five, they divorced, and he went to live with his grandmother and grandfather. And, and, and before that, the mum and dad were beating fucking shit out of each other. It was a very because a schizophrenic guy and a fucking woman with possibly bipolar, the mum mm. and and OCD, these up and down moods that she would get in these huge mood, mood swings. It's a nice cocktail for a happy family. When they're arguing, you know, like, you know, now we know that the arguments would often turn fucking violent. So he would he would literally just hide himself away and watch films, drown himself in the perfect in the perfect worlds. Yeah, yeah and in these old romance movies and well, shit. Yeah, like, Casablanca, you know, you know, you saw you saw like um in the documentary, you know, pictures of um Audrey Hepburn and all the like the yeah, the other like the like classics, um, the, yeah. yeah the classic like nineteen forties nineteen fifties nineteen sixties like films like all the classics and that that they bring up and yeah you 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 can see from his 
like the photos he took of himself and like his modeling photos and the ones he photoshopped it was always in those sort of poses which they brought up in the documentary feminized yeah yeah they literally brought up he's like he was his photos were pretty much his own replicas of the famous photos of famous actors he literally he was desperate to be those sort of people and that's where the name that he gave himself no one can find out where magnata came from i don't know if you found it i looked it up no luca apparently comes from the susan vega song luca my name is Luca. I live on the second floor. Oh, yeah. I live upstairs from you. That yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So apparently he took the name from that. And right. in one of the videos where he's doing a modeling thing, he actually fucking says it. He goes, my name is Luca. I do not live on the, I live on the 10th floor, actually. And they're all, ah, laughing at him. And he delivers it with such a smug weirdness. Uh, like, he's it ain't prep, normal. He's prepped that he's and he's, he's probably said it yeah, quite yeah. a few times. And um, like Rocco, Cringe. the, the rumours are it comes from Rocco Siegfried, the male porn star. Oh. Famous, very famous male yeah. porn star. Um, not a gay porn star, like slings dick to, to chicks. Like a really famous. And apparently, Rocco comes from that, and there's other stuff that Rocco comes from some other nickname of some other star and celebrity. So yeah, he changed. He changed. I mean, I've got. He changed his name in 2006. So you think he was born in '82, changed his name in 2006. You know, he's, it was it was Eric for quite a while, and uh, Jimmy for things we'll get into in a bit yeah with with luca then right so we got his parents his home upbringing was a fucking weird lifestyle he had a mum who's killing animals around him essentially abusing him and trying to like you know that what cock washing and all that getting the bath i'm gonna watch you stuff is weird at the level it's at it's not like your parents walking in come on make sure you have a wash son fucking hell you got to do behind the ears it's not that it's Boiling fucking hot water, bleaching a bath, like fucking, yeah. you know, according to the, a lot of reports, it was full on fucking abuse from the mum. And he moved in with his grandparents, right? To which, because of his, because um, of his flamboyantness, I suppose, and how he was very arrogant in his own appearance and how he wanted to look, suffered heavily with homophobic abuse from his grandparents calling him calling him faggot everything like literally hitting him with the whole run of you know you're gay you dirty bands are fucking yeah all all that that sort of shit so like what you expect what what any kid in the 90s who was gay could fucking tell you i guess right yeah what they would have got there was no acceptance for it from his grandparents because they would have been old-fashioned sign of the times eh? sign of the yeah wherever wherever he grew up uh ways in canada so you know Old old boys and old women back then. It was literally, you know, growing up in the fucking forties and fifties. It was yeah, you fucking it was it was the, yeah. it was sinful. Yeah, it was sinful to them. And obviously, like, so his school life was apparently the same. But there were so many disputed rumors. You've seen videos of people that went to school with him, or interviews, or, or uh, notes. they said they don't remember him. Yeah, a lot of them they didn't ignored remember him. him. A lot of them. The, the a couple of statements I read were that he was an arrogant cocky egomaniac so we fucking stayed away from him because he was he made us angry he was curt right walking around and fucking stick my nose up at you you know at yeah. school and they were like this prick fuck him according to him and a few other his, his mum they bullied him at school for being gay and his hair cut his, his slick back hair he and all that. that's just i think that's just not defending anybody for that sort of behavior but especially in the 90s that would have been the that would just would have been the thing that was all, that you would have been the prime object of bullying. Yes, that's literally you would have been prime target. Let's fucking let's 
let's bully the, let's bully the gay guy because it's not even like just let's bully the gay guy right let's bully the gay guy who is also a fucking obnoxious cunt yeah do you know like yeah, no, exactly. because because anything you hear about him back then he luca was a fucking obnoxious piece of shit i mean he was even even back then he was full of himself right which obviously he was as an adult as well. Oh yeah, big time. And he, even he even worse. Become, and this is when he was still Eric, right? So this is before he became Luca. Oh yeah. So that's like his background. Chris, like out of that stuff, because I know for you, like me and Scott did like a lot of fucking research and you I've mostly seen, stuck to the, I've only seen the Netflix cats, so. documentary. Yeah. But from what you saw of his mother in the video, in the documentary and the way she carried herself, how did she come across to you as someone who didn't look into his history, but just saw actually saw her as a person on screen? She was just fucking weird. Mm. Like overall, it's almost like she wants to completely ignore what he'd done, even though there was videos showing what he'd done. Uh, they were not very clear, but do you think he had her wrapped round his finger? He's a manipulative little cunt. It was one-sided, but I reckon that it wasn't so much that he was manipulating her in that way. It's probably more a case of, you know, he's her son. My precious Does, doesn't, boy. doesn't want to see anything wrong with him at all, regardless of what he's done. Yeah. I think it was a lot more to do with the fact she's extremely guilt-ridden for how she was with him growing up. Yeah. So she's going to defend him to the ends of the earth because she feels like she's fucked him up enough. Yeah, because... With her, with the way she was. Because they don't... When, in that documentary, they bring up none of nothing about her. It's just her defending her son or... How did you feel when his name came up in the news? So, obviously, right, the schizophrenia on the dad. Do you think that with a mum who's got a couple of mental illnesses and problems, Scott's just pissing everyone, so if you can if you can hear that. Chris is watching intently. Chris is watching as Scott's pissing in a cup. He couldn't, he couldn't wait. Um, it's definitely the sign of a psychopath right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's wet bed He's pissing himself in the fucking studio. It's pretty impressive. I know, right? But do you think, with the mum's OCD and possible bipolar, un- undiagnosed bipolar disorder, and the dad's, his dad now, or uh, I'm not actually sure if his dad's still alive, but his dad at point so of arrest never brought up. Has, has to live in an institution because he has some incredibly extreme Is that right? schizophrenia. I didn't. I, 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 on, the, on the podcast I did for extra research, I never, so, no one ever brought him up again. So and, when his dad travelled to the court case of Luca. Oh, he was there and, for that, and, was it? Yeah, and um, Jinlin's dad actually thanked him for coming and said, I don't blame you. Thank you for showing your support. Right? The dad fucking came along to meet yeah. Jinlin's father, right? This is what happened. He had to travel with like a fucking um, helper. That bad, is it? Yeah, he, he, he's like, he's so bad with his schizophrenia. It's such an advanced form of schizophrenia wow. that he stays in an, the dad lives in a fucking institution. Got it, can't so, be trusted. Do you think biologically genetically luca has some form of fucking issue that both his parents suffer with oh yeah you reckon schizophrenia schizophrenia tends to kind of tends to be a genetic sort of trait and he was diagnosed with mental disorders at a young age he was diagnosed with the love of yourself like yeah it's like narcissism yeah it's like like, yes yeah, extreme narcissism but there's an actual like medical term for it so he's been diagnosed with that and if you were to look up any videos of him, and there are fucking thousands of them online, even if you even if you've never seen the documentary or heard of him, he he presents himself as someone pretending to be something else at all times. He's never quite. There's not a um, congruence with his acting and his walking and the way he looks and what he wears. Like he he, he fucking I'm I'm a model and a beautiful model, but he's wearing that like fucking shitty old tracksuit, 
and then some wacky fucking sunglasses and a leather jacket. And to me, he looks like it's like an Eastern European fucking builder. Well, the clothes he wears, right? Like you know, when yeah. you go out on the piss on a fucking, you get like the acid, acid fucking washed jeans with the little mm-hmm. flares and crystals around the leg. The fucking, you know, a fucking Ed Hardy t-shirt that yeah. you see on a fucking like uh, like an Eastern European wearing a bleached fucking hair and all that. He looks like one of them. His his costume doesn't fit what he thinks he is, right? And then the way he talks sounds almost robotic. He oh, sounds European. He sounds like English isn't his first language. It's very robotic. My name is Luca Rocco Magnata. He sounds like he's German or something. He sounds like... They, but he's he, Canadian. He's sorry. Canadian and he and he's not French-Canadian. No. He, he, he's fucking weird. His, his accent's yeah, weird. Yeah, he's on the English side, not I'm, the French I, side. I'm, I'm Luca and I sucked seven cocks last night. Like, he sounds like that. Like, as if there's like a hint of a fucking accent. Like, something fucking weird with the guy. And at age 16, he just dropped out of school and fucked off mm. to, to Montreal. Left left his hometown. Now, do you think anyone, teachers, anything, like, picked up that he was weird at all back in the day? Should have stepped in. He's dropping out early because obviously they, they finished school at uh, 18. And it's not like he's dropping out because he's doing, um, like in the UK, you, we all get kids who drop out to learn a trade. At 15, I knew kids at my school who only came to school twice twice a week because the were... other three days they were fucking learning like building skills and stuff. Yeah. They, were, they were allowed to do it. And all they had to do was maths and English. It's not like Luca did that. I mean, he literally just fucking ditched school. But when we look at the stuff for his school, he was never there anyway. He was always bunking off. He was, he was fucking always disappearing and yeah. going and watching fucking his grandparents' movies or whatever the fuck movie, wherever, wherever he was getting them old films from. Yeah. His mum's fucking film collection or something. Um. Yeah, do either of you think that like people may have spotted that there was a problem with the guy? Well, if he was ignored, no one really but, gave I mean, a shit. Teachers or some shit like. If he was, if he, if he was an arrogant, if he was an arrogant shit, like when he was there, most teachers would just ignore that as well and just like not pay him any mind. Yeah, yeah. Especially he, he, in a school like that, where there's going to be hundreds and thousands of students. Exactly. They might not have just picked up. It's on not like a, it's not like over here where. You know, your school, you know, your class has maybe got 15 kids in it and your year is literally 40 people, 40 kids and then your whole school's got maybe 300 max. Yeah. You know, it's, there's 300 in a year and then say a thousand in this, in the school because that's just what it is over there. It's mass, so like, mass do, production. Do you think there's any negligence, grandparents, parents, school, all? To not pick up that he was a weird cunt back in the day. Well, if his grandparents are constantly abusing him, calling him a faggot and all that sort of thing, I'd say that's a bit abusive. And yeah, and so they wouldn't give, they give a shit. Like, ah, probably they, not. Yeah. So Luca runs off to become famous at age 16. And this goes terribly fucking wrong, right? Yeah, he, uh, according to my notes, he was 21 when he first got into proper mainstream gay porn. Yes. So he was obviously obviously doing stuff before that for those for Apparently those five doing years. Doing stuff before that, yeah. So I didn't. I, there's not. The, there's not much about him in that time period. No, it's, it's he kind of really, went off but, the grid. But that's also him transforming from Eric into Luca, right? At this stage, like he's starting to develop. He, this is where the surgery. He starts having plastic surgery. Yeah. He starts uh, developing the, the 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 voice that we've described. And, and the persona in, he's trying to become. As he says in his interviews, tons and tons of practice. Practice makes perfect, right? Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's 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 obviously a character that he has created to probably in certain aspects, like when you I think when you when someone changes their name, changes their appearance dramatically and like alters how they actually sound. 
it's someone escaping what they had growing up because they don't you know that's bad memories for them it's someone trying to escape the the badness in their yeah. life and try and start again and i'd imagine at 16 when he left and he'd been in that school and the way his parents and his grandparents were i imagine he at 16 he wasn't very sexually experienced well, as you count your mum rubbing your dick when you have a, when yeah, you have a bath. Yeah, maybe washing your dick. Maybe that give him the cummies and that's what he fucking... He, that's why he's so fucking weird, you don't know. Like, if you're a fucking a weirdo and you start realising that weird things get you off, you go more... You lean more into them, right? Sometimes it's not so much that the weird stuff gets you off. It's, it's if you're raised and that is literally all you know. Then It's, it's the same with, some, with, with, with serial killers and, and just fucked up people in, in general record is, you know... If that's how they're raised, that's what they know. There's killers out there, serial killers in the past, where they were beaten or sexually abused while being beaten, and that's the only way they know how to express it. So that is what they portray in older life. Yeah, a lot of abusers were abused. It's oh like yeah, a fucking. It's like a. It's, it's a vicious. Like, it's a vicious it, circle. It's almost the fucking um, cliche at this point when you find out that the person who's been the local guy who's been diddling was diddled himself like it's almost uh or or the guy who got diddled as like a very weird sex fetish or something yeah. like that it's, it's almost a cliche at this point unfortunately it's true so off the record because not a lot of people want to go on the record about knowing luca or sleeping with luca or having any relationship with him at all because of his crimes they don't want to be associated it's only one i've been able to find yeah and that's from interviews from the actual person yeah themselves. um and he so in this time period at 16 apparently he had already started the escorty oh really like that young okay i've got it i got it a bit later than that well because there's no proof of it right there's only people that would go off the record that he was he was doing something 16 would have been illegal in canada at that i'm not point. sure it's, 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 it's always been it's always been a different law same with how it was over here for quite a while it's always been a different law between uh how would you phrase it yeah, uh, straight okay so straight straight relations then shall we say it's always been a younger so it's 16 over here in guernsey and in the uk but gay gay sexual encounters it was always 21 but they've now dropped that to 18 i think yeah it was 18 in the uk for a while yeah so i think that's the, it was the, it might have been the same in canada maybe that it's you know between men and women, it's a different age rate to between men and men. Because when I turned 18, I got a card from someone that said you can now legally get ass-fucked in a birthday there card you go. for 18. And it was a joke, obviously. You can now legally, fu- legally fuck men. And that was back in, you know, the fucking early 2000s. It was still, like, I remember there being marches. Let 16-year-olds fuck. Let 16-year-olds have gay sex. And then all the, all the march oh, right. outside Parliament, I didn't see any 16-year-olds, oddly enough. It was no. all 40-year-old men. It's 40-year-old men wanting to fuck 16-year-olds. <laughs> Jimmy Savile leading the fucking charge. Yeah, oh, mate. fucking all up there. It was. It's actually quite funny to look up if you go back through British history of when they changed the age of consent. And Philip Schofield. There was. Uh, oh well, I could talk for hours about that. Can I work with him? <laughs> but we're not talking about him today. We're talking about Luca. But yeah, so the, the, that time period between sixteen and twenty-one, very hard to nail anything down on him. Yeah, very he kind of goes, kind of goes his, off the grid. But apparently, at sixteen, he was he was getting rooted for money. Straight away, because like, what job did he have? Like, no one knows. All this, how did he pay his rent? How the fuck did he live? It, was he homeless? What well, was he doing? Well, you think how did the, how did a kid how did a kid get all these plastic surgeries done? Plastic surgery ain't fucking cheap. No. So he was getting paid for stuff. Yeah. At a young age, but at twenty-one, 
Yeah, I've got two thousand and three, which should be about yeah, twenty one. So officially, in yeah, the early two thousands, officially, he started making gay porn videos. Gay porn stripping and escorting under the name of Jimmy. Yes. And when they did interviews with him for magazines and stuff like that, he would say he was of Russian and Italian heritage. So, so, so again, Luca. You know, He's creating yeah, another character. It's, it's another fucking name, I, I, I guess, and that, and that explains why he has the fake accent. I want to try and sound a bit Russian, yeah, a bit, so a bit Italian European. at the same time. Like that's where Rocco is Italian, and Luca is yeah. Russian, and. You know, like a fucking Magnata. Magnata would be yeah. Italian, so he's, yeah. he's, he, he's playing a fucking weird... The guy's playing a weird game. He's creating a persona for himself. Yes. A, a separate one from his from his actual life. But the, the way the documentary don't fuck with cats, because obviously that's where Chris gets his stuff from. How do they... Exp- what do they talk... When they talk about his porn and escorting stuff, how much detail do they give? Very fucking little. Very little, right? The reality of it is... He was involved in some extreme S and M fucking sexy time gangbang videos where he's the little twink, yeah, getting fucking pounded like, and he, these are like his first sexual experiences almost because he he wasn't fucking people at school because he was the only gay in the village, right? <laughs> like that's basically what it wasn't. Yeah. They fucking so at sixteen when he fucks off to Montreal, he starts to develop the gay culture thing. And was obviously getting rooted, and, and anonymous people will say, oh, not on the record, don't put my name in it. Oh, yeah, I was fucking him when he was 17. <laughs> you know, all this shit, right? Um, a lot of his uh, his early pornos, uh, his gay pornos, it was he was always the... He would play the character of the straight man being turned gay yes. because probably of his appearance and how he was portrayed. And it, was an, it was an easy character to believe that he was... And and the fact that he would always say he was bi, although from any record that we've seen of anything that he's done, it was only men and trans women. Yeah, so never pansexual any, rather than bisexual. Yeah. yeah, so never any biological women. Not that we know. Not that. Not, not that. that well, I suppose if you if you're linked to a uh, mum, a killer. Well, maybe yeah, maybe his mum, his gran. But yeah, but, you know, if you're linked, if you're linked to a killer, you're not going to come out and go, yeah, I fucked him. No, I mean later on, people would deny. Have no anything him. to do with him as well, right? When we yeah. know that, oh yeah, he just slept on my couch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he slept on your couch, baby. <laughs> He's fucking. You bounced him all over your fucking. What's couch. the stain in the corner there? Oh, uh, nothing. That's, can we Sp- test it for DNA? No, you fucking can't. <laughs> Spilled milk. <laughs> so, his early age, right, and his early escorting days. Would you describe it as like? How would you describe what we've told you about, like just being rooted, used, almost like with it? Not definitely not fucking normal, but that's that's what he chose to do. But it was very much fucking one to a hundred almost. Yes, it wasn't like he sort of started off light and built himself up to it. If it was straight away into that, of course it's gonna fuck him up. Yeah, and, and this is a story, and like I don't want to sound like we're being sympathetic to the cunt because we're not. But to understand his crimes and what he what he is going to do, to understand his mindset, we've got to fucking look at the triggers and what what brought him to the dance, so to speak. There's a part of me that looks at that and goes like, did this turn him? Like He had these dreams of becoming an actor and a model. He ended up just being a rent boy. Yeah. This is the Hollywood broken dream of these girls that fucking want to be actresses, end up on a fucking Harvey Weinstein's couch getting fucking ass fucked 
to get in a movie in and they never the career never takes off or they get to Hollywood and instead they end up in porn for six months ruining their fucking name and their life like is this do you think this is a part of one of his triggers that turned him the way he is that this young fucking lad of dreams of being a model just ends up being a rent boy getting ass fucked for money I definitely reckon so well you know gotta do what you gotta do for money yeah if it was, if, you know the boy the man was a stripper the man was a stripper so you know it's gonna get your attention here obviously i'm pretty sure the strip clubs you worked in were both men and women but he obviously got the way he looked would have attracted I, I think i think strip clubs that have male strippers in are just gay ones i don't think they have women in and I, they're they're not well known like you can go around london and find strip clubs oh god yeah you have to fucking look in Gay clubs, the dark alleys, yeah, for the, for the male the ones. Fucking male ones. Yeah, no, you're probably right. And then obviously being an escort as well. That's obviously an easy access for to be to, for gay porn. So you know the man, like the man, got so many surgeries done, and surgery ain't cheap. So he's obviously getting re- he's getting railed from a few different places. Yeah, and no, I think through the escort, and from what I can imagine, it was very high profile, high paid clients he was getting because of the way he looked, skinny boyish. He t- had Jared Leto, he fucking long yeah. hair, little nose, all the sur- high cheekbone, little tiny little nose um, that he'd had done his surgeries. He talks about it in his interview or, or audition then for the plastic surgery show. Yeah. They actually get proper into it. And he just says it's good. He literally, the thing he says is it's good money. Doesn't specify if he's getting railed by men or women. He literally said it's good money. But looking at him, his body size. Skinny. That ain't women wanting to fuck some skinny little... Runt. Runt. He's built like a rake. Looks like, and he's full on, like, full on twink. Like, literally. Oh, big like, time, yeah. What you would look up, if you wanted to, if you were into twink porn, you'd think, if you were into banging twinks, and they're kind of hard to come by in reality, He's getting fucked right? by a guy called Bruce. Yeah, some big motherfuckers railing him and beating him. And there's all sorts of weird shit that was going on because he was into the MS. Not even that's that's Marks and Spencer. He's, yeah. He really liked fucking Marks and Spencer. He's into the, he's into he's into their sushi. Samosas and shit. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was having some of that. And all over the the couch that they own. You know, yeah. Know. He's like he likes M and S muffin. He liked a bit of IKEA as well. Do it yourself. Put oh, it together. Yeah. All that. Yeah. He was. Oh, he's being that. put together for sure. Yeah. Always got a screw loose. But mm. like, he's, so, get, he's getting screwed. From everything I know, and, and apparently his, vid- his his some of his porn videos are actually available to find online for those inclined to see. It, I bet I bet it's I bet, especially when that documentary came out. I bet that's a massive clickbait. Oh, motherfucker! They would they would have had hits on that. People um, would just wanting to like check it out. You know, for all the white girls listening to this episode, we know you love serial killer shit and killers. We know you're into that, and they send this cunt knickers and all sorts of stuff like now and gay men. There is a there's people bashing one out to Luca Magnoli. Oh, he's now. not. He's the rock star you wanted to be. In a way. In, in a way. way. In yeah. a way. Oh yeah, there's there's always the weirdos that want to get involved with uh, killers. Yeah, some cunt wants to fucking marry Charlie Manson in his last year alive and all that a few years ago. Yes. Yeah, and he, he was is. getting conjugal visits and shit, Charlie. Yeah. Fucking, he was banging him out and all that. All these fucking groupies. Wait, turning up dead? once a week and he was smashing him. Charlie dead? Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, actually. Like a few years back. Yeah, a, few, yeah, a couple of years back. When I went to LA, yeah. uh, I, I bought my Charlie Manson t-shirt. Yeah. I've had, I've got one and it's, it's, it's a Herophant card. It's Charlie Manson. Ah. I've had people actually stop me and go, why are you wearing a t-shirt with a swastika on it? Well, he had one tattooed on his fucking forehead. Yeah, you can't, can't really avoid that, can it, you? Can Fuck's sake. I'm not walking around with a Nazi t-shirt on. I'm walking around with a serial killer t-shirt on. Yeah. Not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as bad. Um, yeah, it's like my jacket. I've got the fucking Pogo the Clown patch on my, uh, on my yeah. jacket as well. Not no bad. one's said a word about that, though. That's because people don't know. Gacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people know 
the name, but they wouldn't know what he looks like. There's only a very few select bunch of weirdos like myself who would know what Gacy looks like. Yeah. There's probably some cunt with a fucking Magnata t-shirt knocking about. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I reckon if you went online, you could easily find a bunch of fucking t-shirts. Well, make one for this episode. <laughs> Do it. This guy's sick, and it's just a picture of Luca Magnata on it. I mean, he literally is sick. This guy are actually sick. Yeah, so his, uh, his early transition into pornography in the scene and some of the tales he tells later in life, how dark, Scott, do you think that scene, how dark do you think, What? how deep into it was he? Balls deep. Well, the thing is, he his pornos, he only really did, I think he only did about six or seven pornos. So, you know, he obviously wasn't that good, or his ass just needed a lot of time to recover. But most porn stars, right, do That's about like ten. Yeah. But all these women that you see that are porn stars, and like, you, you go, like oh, why tunnel. can't I find any more videos of them? Because they only do it for six months of their life, a lot of them. Because once they get old, their old hat, no one wants to do them anymore. What's her face? Um, Mia Khalifa. Is it Mia Khalifa? About a year of her life. She literally did, yeah, she did it for a year just to earn some money. Made like 15 videos and that's it. Like, yeah, and now and now she's still one of the highest rated on Pornhub. But she's fucking, everyone fucking loves her. But like. now Mia's transitioned into um, sports commentary. So now she's, now, she's, now she's done ESPN and stuff like that, getting... You know, she called out pro wrestling as being too fake, and then that Hurricane Hills hit her, hit her back, eh? Saying, like, our bodies take a pound in, but then so does yours. <laughs> so, as we're building this profile of pre murder. Okay, so yeah, from obviously 2003, there was the involvement with the gay porn, the stripping, and the escort service. Then, in that same time, he had a number of surgeries, a number of plastic surgeries, which uh, included two hair transplants, which, if you looked into that, it it's not. It's quite a gruesome sort of fucking way. They literally stretch the scalp back and they feed, can't chunk and, out your hair and feed and feed the hairs back through the skin and stuff like that to uh, extent like to make make up the hairline. Um, he had nose job and he had the bags under his eyes. Um, like he had like the skin stretched so he didn't look like he was tired all the time. Yeah. Like, that's what he said in his um, in the plastic surgery video because that's the, that's what he was going for. Uh, it was like some weird Canadian show where you compete f to get free plastic surgery. And his plans next after that were for a bicep and pec implants. So he obviously wanted to be bigger, but obviously wasn't physically capable of actually building. Wait, building if you put, saw but, him, he's fucking frail, tiny little guy. Which he? also is quite funny. It's also quite weird in the in that same time where he did the uh, audition for, is it Cover Guy? Yes. The Canadian show Cover Guy, which, yeah, it would have been, been the documentary. I can bulk and, up if you need me to. Well, that's yeah, but then that's, uh, that goes into his mental personality. Is he will do whatever it needs to be to get to that next, to, like, to get the fame he needs. He's... He's, you know, there's no, in a way, there's no self-respect. There's no self-respect in his personality because he will literally do whatever he needs and to. And it's not like at this stage he knows he's going to murder people to get famous, right? I don't think he's thought of this yet. He's not. Point, he's not gone to that level yet. I don't. He, think... he won't do anything as well. And with one of the surgeries he had, the eyebrow shaving and the hair, the facial shaving that he had done, they shaved down parts of your face. Yeah. So, that, so you've got not so much of the fucking Cro-Magnon male forehead. That is that's something that men don't have done. That's that is a it's a transgender surgery. 
it's a surgery that, that you know jawline thinning cheekbone changing so they're a bit higher for them you know the eyebrows well, shaved down a bone shaved down unless you're in korea and then that's kind well, of that, that that's, kind, that's kind of forced upon you yeah but. but in the west this is a surgery it's a feminization surgery rather than but then and i'm not saying that, that luca is trans but a lot of his idols were women the nose job he had done He's meant to be the Sharon Stone short little... Like, that's what he's got basic instinct. Mm, fucking, yeah, basic instinct you know, is a big that, thing. That's what he's looking at. One thing I found... I only found it on one thing I listened to is... He wanted to look like Jared Leto. So this is another thing about him at the time. Because Jared Leto is a very effeminate dude, oh, yeah. right? So a part of the nose job and all that, some of that, and the, the hair, the fucking black... When he had that black weird fucking cut... That is like full-on 30 Seconds to Mars fucking... Yeah, but at that time, 30 Seconds to Mars weren't a thing. No, so but this he is was pre. an actor. He was, a, he was around at that He's time. not massive, though. I mean, the biggest thing he would have done at that point, I think... Fight Club. Fight Club. Requiem for a Dream of Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Requiem for a Dream well, of well, you Fight look Club. Well, yeah. you look at Requiem for a Dream... I haven't watched that in years. And you look at what the, the fucking... fucked up film. Oh, fucking, yeah. That and Jacob's you, Ladder both well, like on the same look, level look, of Look at up. the lifestyle that the girlfriend has to go through. The fucking getting fucked by these guys, fucking double-ended dildos. The end of it is her like on. Is that not a good Thursday night? Is that not some? Is that not similar to him in a way? Maybe it's Requiem for a Dream where he got the fucking Jared Leto idea from. Because this is a guy who was lost in film, who who fucking loved movies and would think about movies all the time. When that film came out, he was a and he was a junkie as well. Luca was taking copious amounts of drugs during this time period too. Anything to fucking get high, right? Not to a point he was like a heroin addict, but he was a fucking just. Oh, it would have been, co- it would have been cocaine and cocaine and, and speed and ecstasy and all yeah. that shit. Apparently, he would describe himself to people a little bit like a Jared Leto, like you, like when he's oh, on the phone to the yeah. clients and that. Yeah. Yeah. So go on, Scott. You got some okay, more about so, yeah, this time Okay. So well. um, in two thousand and five, he was arrested. I can't remember the four lines of it because I only made a quick note of it because I was in the middle of something it's at the, the time. Fraud. Fraud. Arrest. Uh, no, one of them. But he was arrested for impersonating a woman. Trying to draw money out as a woman. That's right. Yeah. See. Yeah. He did that, and then there was the big thing was the fraud. But it was it goes deeper than that. So he was he befriended a twenty one year old woman who had the mental age of a twelve year old, and what he did is he got a, he got a, he got her to sign a bunch of forms that got credit cards. And he racked, he maxed out every single credit card in her name on clothes, worth, and probably, yeah. and probably the surgeries as well. Yeah. It's how he paid for some of his surgeries. And she was, when we're talking a retard, like we're talking someone who is not. Well, she needs a guardian to look she's, after. Her. She's the mental age of a twelve-year-old, so you know, has some sort of mental bearing, but not capable of looking after herself without a carer. And so, you know, this is the, is this the start of his manipulations? You think? Probably, yeah. I mean, he, he, there was also allegations that he. Uh, sexually abused her and filmed himself doing it but when it came that he got arrested for it that got dropped that part got dropped and he was sentenced to it wasn't a lot i think it was like a year sentence suspended and a couple of hours and like so many hours community service so he kind of got away with a slap on the wrist for manipulating exploiting and abusing a disabled 21 year old woman and after that after he did that is where the name lucas started yes then he changed then he changed his name it was around that time he changed his name so when 
Pete when when that's at the point when anything that he would have done after that they would have cross cross referenced with his current name Luca Magnata, nothing would have come up because it would have all been under Eric Newman. Yeah, which is why he was able to um, go into these fucking reality TV shows. And while he never got on any of those shows, when they were doing background checks, they weren't finding him. No, there's nothing right? there. And the weird thing is, because a lot of people go, no, he was not successful. He would make it to like the final three or four getting selected for the show. He was actually quite high up on the on a lot of the lists of who we want. He talks a lot, right? So yeah. he's going to be entertaining. He does what in his personal life? Rent, boy. Tick, 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 tick. But they were just better looking fucking dudes who ended up getting the job. Better looking. The, the, the cover guy, the biggest thing that came up in, the, in, his, in his audition with the cover guy stuff is he wasn't big enough. But he was just like, I could put my suit on. He's like, in two weeks? He goes, yeah, yeah, I can do anything I put my mind to. Anything, anything I can put my mind to, I can, I can achieve with better results. Yeah. I'm so, I, you know, and, you know, the main, the main part of like, what always stands out for me is, the funny bit is, and some people say I'm devastatingly good looking. And the thing is, he, he do you know who he reminds not. me of? Do you know who he reminds me of? Derek Zoolander. Yeah, well, maybe some of that. Literally reminds yeah. me of Derek Zoolander. His, that whole interview just reminds me of Derek Zoolander. Even the fucking silly voice. Yeah, no, literally everything reminds well, me of Ben came Stiller. What first? That's what I want to know. Zoolander was 2001. Okay, yeah. No, easy. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Easily, easily. Could it so easily... there's a good chance he fucking saw that because that's male models as well. Oh, it's, it's the perfect It's the perfect fucking, thing for him, yeah. Yeah, it's something he'd like and there's also crime and fucking shit involved. And yeah, he looks like one of the friends that Derek Zoolander has like that, blo- that, blo- the... that blows themselves up at the yeah, start of the film. Spraying he literally... himself with fucking yeah. gasoline. gasoline yeah. yeah, he literally looks like one of those sort of people. So, you know, it's an easy thing to portray. It's like, right, I'm going to go for a model job. Now I have to pretend to be a model. 2007 was when he auditioned for it. Right, so okay, way yeah, after, so, yeah. Per- yeah, so literally, not, long, not even long after he changed his name. The year after he changed his name, he went he auditioned for that under his new name. Yeah, it, it's, it's literally his... It's everything. almost a direct quote. I'm devastatingly good looking. Yeah. That's, like, in the yeah, but, well, no, the way he goes, it's, like, it's hard to be really, 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 really good looking. So devastatingly good looking is literally on the is same it, sort yeah, of terms. Yeah, no, it, I, I thought the same thing on it. I also watched an interview. He went on to some like auditioning for some sort of like gay TV show. I didn't see some that Some gay reality TV show. Okay. He sat around all these people. Is it like right? watching Big Brother? It was like, a, it was like an hour long video, right? And he spoke probably 40% of it. He, he spoke for the most of it and he didn't get the role. But he was like open as fuck. He was like, the people, people, people just assume I'm gay, but I actually like women. And I'm I'm bisexual, and I, I do like girls. And uh, whenever people I normally date men, they just think I'm I'm a homo, and I'm not. I'm bisexual. And he was fucking in his garden. Yeah, man, the sex work uh, really prepped me for understanding gay culture. And he's like trying to worm his way in. He's trying with this, too like, hard. LBGT, he's trying LB, too hard. Yeah, he's trying to worm his way in that community. Can I be famous? In the gay, can I get somewhere with this? Do I need to start dressing up drag actors? The straights don't want me. Do the gays want me instead? Yeah, it's a fucking bizarre cunt. The guy's weird. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, so the TV shows and stuff that he tried. I mean, he, and but like, what was his motives for this, Scott? What was Fame. his motive? All he's interested in is being known because well, he idolized all these actors and actresses of old. Of old. Every well, not even that. You know, as, as we saw in the documentary, there's the basic instinct. Massively played into it into his later with his killing and an American Psycho. Yes, yeah, American. So yeah, oh, yeah, American Psycho is a big one. Again, another movie with Jared Leto in. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe there is some credence to that little Jared Leto rumor that these people came out with that he would tell people, oh, like, yeah, what do you look like? 
Jared Leto. You don't. You no. Don't like Jared Leto. Nothing like way him. Fucking more handsome than he is. But there are some pictures of him where he looks like a different. There are like almost like obviously there's surgeries involved, but there are some where he's got the longer hair, um, and he's skinnier than normal. Where he looks better looking than he does other times. Like when he was arrested, he looked like shit. He looked bloated. So yeah. So like his obsession with fame started to lead him down a dark path because famously he spread rumors about himself online oh big time he had about i think it was between 70 to 100 fake profiles and that is how he got himself trending and got traction on things is because he would literally just post something under his actual name and get every then other just change then it. just change to each account like comment and share and he would literally do this rinse and repeat. And that's literally, obviously, he literally worked the social media algorithm yeah. that now, way. You can, now you can pay for 100 accounts that you can instantly fuck with on a little app to like all your shit. Now you, back then, you couldn't. So oh, it's a lot of work. Was manually setting, so every account needed an email address set up, yeah. a password, a login. They probably, had a, probably had a little book that had everything written in that you could just yeah. jump into it. Yeah, and, and he would like, I'm going to post something as Luca. Hi, guys, in Berlin today. And then they'd be like, you're beautiful, you're lovely, we love you. And like there was all these fake fucking... Hot guy was one of them he was used to say. It was Such like, a hot guy, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, that's one of the interesting things that came up on that documentary, actually, was uh, with, the, with the weirdos that were stalking him, like trying to track down, track down who he was. They knew Is his it, speech patterns. They worked out his speech patterns, so they knew that each that at certain fake accounts were him because of how he the words he used and how he is like it was something space comma space then next word, and it's like he did it every single time, which is weird grammar in its own right. We got an email in about um, a few weeks ago about words we say. Oh, yeah. And people like Jake, Jake's like, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's not like that. I love up. that to pieces. I love that to pieces. I fucking love that game to pieces. Like, yeah. people pick up on it, and they picked up on me sitting there going, have a salt out. Like, and I don't realize I'm saying it ever. But it's part of vocabulary, it. yeah. But people that are listening to us know that we say certain fucking things. Listen to enough episodes, you pick yeah. up on it. And it's the same as with his writing read enough of his shit and you find you, the, you start to spot you it find or, consistencies or like you know he couldn't spell probably right or whatever it was there was one who was like probably like, yeah probably can sell it spell it wrong <laughs> probably so he started rumors about himself this is way before he did anything wrong oh still trying to gain fame no, in right. some way and there are two famously one was madonna he yeah, put rumors I out that he was dating find... madonna which was fucking ridiculous i couldn't find any record of that He's probably gone by now. She would have had that shit gone. Once he was once he was out in the open as a fucking killer, Madonna would have had that shit taken down. Because a lot of his stuff, some of them Facebook accounts and pages are still up. When you find one called I Love Luca Magnotta and it was created in 2007, you know that was him. Yeah. Uh, you know you know that was him at that point, right? And you can still find them. And they don't have a lot on them, actually. They only have like, most of them have 10 posts, but it's enough. For people to look, scroll for a few, and go, oh yeah, this guy's a model, and people like him. I mean, the the one of the big, one of the interesting things, like one of his first proper interviews that he managed to get himself was his, uh, again, using his online profile to link himself to Carla Hamaka, Hamoka, who um, those who don't who aren't familiar with the name, who are those who aren't Canadian. 
Because the Canadians well, will know who the fuck they are. Well, like, yeah, if, yeah. You're not, if you're not Canadian or you're not into serial killers, you won't know who it is. But basically, she, uh, Carla, and her husband, Paul Bernardo, were famously known as the Ken and Barbie killers. Yes, which we would have heard, people would have heard the Ken and Barbie killers. Yeah. Because they were both quite good looking. They literally, yeah, they yeah, were very, they very... Like that's, Ken and Barbie. That's yeah, why that's they why it, they yeah. were called that. They were very, very attractive people, but they literally just reaped. Like they're just within the margin of of serial killer. Yes. Because traditionally, a serial killer is someone who kills at least three individuals over a certain space of time. So obviously, if you kill three people in quick succession, like together in one place, you're a mass murderer. But if you kill them over one here, one here, and one here, so they did it over two years, you're a serial killer. And he he used his fake profiles. To link himself to this woman who was obviously nationally despised in Canada, and he basically used it to elevate his name and then de- and then deny any connection. Yeah, with so her. so he started rumors saying that they were dating via pen pal prison. Uh, yeah, Luca and Carlo are, are, are dating, and he put this all over the fucking internet under these fake accounts. Oh my god, I can't believe Luca's dating so and so, but like no one had heard of him. And there may have only been about a thousand people in Canada who ever saw the fucking posts because they were. It, it didn't. It didn't get. He thought it would go viral, and this is this is in the age where viral wasn't a thing yet, or we didn't understand what viral meant. A little bit like memes and shit, like Chris Chan, right? Yeah. We didn't know what viral meant yet at this stage, yeah. but that's what he was trying to fucking do, and it didn't work. So he just started calling people, going. I'm not dating her. I'm like calling them up on the phone, and then when they would Google, they would see the fu- they they would then they would then find would the, see shit. the photo. They would see the photos. But you look at like if you go back to the documentary and you scroll, there's like a certain section where you're looking through all the the groups when they when he messages the the people in the group that's trying to track him down, and he does it under his fake profile and says, "This is the person you're looking for," and they Google who it is. You see all these group thousands of thousands of group it. pages, but you look at the number. 60, there's, 120. Yeah, there's yeah. bugger all people in them, not enough to get any sort of proper traction. But enough for the people to look at him, to, who are looking at him, and we're going to get to them in, in a moment, enough for the people that are actually searching for him to go, what the fuck have we found? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and at this time, he set up what fake images, fo- badly photoshopped fucking pictures of himself. Yes. If, you, if you're looking at it quickly, you can you don't notice it. But if you study it, you can see that it doesn't nothing that it doesn't match up no, properly. And, and people started doing reverse image searches and finding the original images. Yeah. Like that. But we'll get into that more. So he said he was dating Carla, the fucking Ken and Barbie killer, right? And... He does an interview, and I think this is one of the Toronto most te- Sun. one of the most telling interviews of the guy. Toronto Sun. He walks in, dressed like a fucking weirdo. No shit, no t-shirt on, but a black leather jacket, jacket, tight jeans, his blonde hair, like Got short big blonde hair, big fucking alien-eyed glasses. On. Yeah, it looks like fucking Eminem. With the with the blonde hair, yeah, and those like, big so fuck off Eastern glasses. European shit. The fucking like it exactly. Look- he looks. He's trying to look like a Russian model. Yeah. Trying to fucking come in, and he walks in, and he's he's looking. He's like he's doing that fucking Terminator fucking head turn. Like he's he's at he's robotic. He's give me not, your claws, your keys, and your motorcycle. Give me your give me your cats and your puppy and a python and a Chinese boy. <laughs> One boy from Wuhan, please. And a screwdriver that looks like an ice pick. 
It's just a fucking weird cunt, right, at this, at this stage. And like, you see that video, like, and Chris, obviously, because you watch the documentary, when you look at him and he's going, I'm not dating, like, what did you think of the guy at that point? Just a fucking prick. It's the prick, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretentious fuck, eh? You know, you know he loves himself, and you can see it in how he presents himself. But he got what he wanted. He got in front of a camera to national news. Yeah, yeah, but the the the, guy, the 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 guys actually doing the recording, they were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, they all thought he was a weird cunt. Yeah, like, they all thought, and they challenged him. Like, they were like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> like who who are you? And he's like, oh, guys, what I do is modelling. I do lots of catwalk. I'm in Milan and all this shit. And they can't back then. The internet wasn't what it is now, where you can fucking instantly dispute that shit. But then we're like, maybe. And they look at him, and he's got a good jawline, and he's got makeup on. He's got gold fucking like in that video. Oh, he's got that like, gold remember. fucking glittery fucking like shadow on his fucking cheekbones. Luca, he's so hot right now. Yeah, I mean, he's such a fucking weird cunt. Like, but obviously, you didn't know. Chris, at this point, that he was going to be the guy who did the, the killing, right? Because no. the way the documentary on Netflix, it leads you to these things. Because when they go, someone just messages and goes, the guy you were looking for is Luca. And then they look him up and they're like, who the fuck? They don't let you know that's who he is yet. And it could be a red herring at that point. But without knowing what he, who he was or that he was going to be involved in the the, the latest shit, the stuff we're about to talk about just your, your perception obviously a prick but you have a, like when looking at him did you think he was a fucking hot model like who's making lots of money what did you think of him did he make your balls tingle didn't quite juggle him but <laughs> but they kind of ooh. someone did later but we'll, we'll get on to that like looking at him on a like on tv wasn't terrible looking but no. wouldn't say model. Good looking enough that you would turn it, especially in the gay scene, you're going to turn heads being a little twink like that. Oh, he knew, literally, his his look is perfect for the gay scene. I, back then, especially, I oh, think he would, he's, he was, he was literally the, he was literally the erection of the gay scene. Like, you know, people, the guys would fucking go for him. I didn't want him to root him, right? He yeah. Was just the, just the and he got went, rooted. And he got fucking viciously rooted by the sounds of it. So, we're now going to move on to, this fame ain't working for him, right? It's just not working. So, Chris, what does he do now? Uh, he puts out a shock video of him putting two kittens into a, a vacuum seal bag, like the ones used to store clothes. Know, like clothing yeah, those things, sort of things. Like, like, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen these videos as well. We've got them. You, you what, the videos or the bags? No, the fucking yeah. the vacuum seal Those behind. things, they saw something so fucking tight. It's like a Johnny in a wrapper where you can see the fucking outline of it. Oh, like, yeah. The video literally starts off with these two little, cute little kittens. Playing uh, with them. And yeah, and being a cat lover, this is fucking horrible. It's right? horrific, yeah. I hate it. This is your one and only trigger warning in this episode. Yeah, if you don't like animal abuse, paw, uh, paws and Well, no, skip, just and... know. Just know that we're going to talk about... Yeah, unfortunately, okay, gonna, yeah, unfortunately, the first three of his encounters are literally involving cats, and it's fucking horrible. But yeah, so starts off with two little cats. One, I think, is literally like a tabby and... You know, they're, they're just, they're just these cute, cute, little, 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 cute little moggies. You know, he's playing with them, petting them. And then he picks them up. You know, bearing in mind, at the time, his appearance in this, he's wearing sunglasses. He's wearing sunglasses, a hoodie, and he's got longer hair. Because you see, like, sort of like, like, it's like gingerish sort of hair poking down, which is obviously some way of masking his appearance of who it actually is yeah, doing you it. You never see his full face. You only ever see never. slight side, side profile nose. You, see, you, can, you can tell in certain aspects when you look at his later photos after his nose surgery and you compare them to that video, you can see the nose shape matches. Yeah, because he had like a slightly upper teeth, no, like yeah, pointy. Not, not quite Michael Jackson, but it's um, you know, it's a slight little incline. Similar like, crime. Like, um, a small, like a small ski ramp. Yeah. 
you know, you know, and he picks up these kittens and then he shoves them in the bag, the the se- the vacuum sealed Gently bag. Gently as well, like it's, oh it's yeah, he's, like, it's, he's there's like, a proper like love and care in that in that aspect of putting them in there. Performing like, like a magic trick, like a magician. Put the cat into the hat, and then yeah, he seals up the bag. There's one of them is still playing, thinking it's all fun and games. But it's just a game. Yeah, and then on comes the Hoover, sucks all the air out of it, and he literally just films them dying and then there's a video uh, i think and a separate video that he did uh, straight afterwards that he releases a little bit later of him playing with literally just their corpses they almost like stuffed dolls and this is why it was important for us at the beginning to talk about his mental state his mum fucking freezing animals alive in the fucking winter not letting them in the house like fucking put your rabbits outside and all this stuff like they the reason we wanted to talk about him and the way he was brought up and the fucking issues he had throughout his life and the fucking degeneracy of the extreme pornography he was filming is like each of these things was him trying to make it in some way. He's doing his best to achieve some sort of fame because that's what he personally needs to have. He need he needs it. He needs it. He craves attention. He's desperate for it. So now he's turned to the internet in hopes of getting in with the 4chans of the world, the fucking well 4chan didn't exist actually at this point in time. But this, but this shock site yeah um thing and becoming famous that way like i don't think at this point he quite knew he want he was gonna become a serial killer or a killer or an animal kill. like i think i don't think it registered in his mind you think there's a good he changed his name in 2006 the model thing was in 2007 this videos didn't happen till 2010 but there's no record of anything he did not that, not that i could find anyway so again, just before he made this video, he dated uh, Barbie, the transgender model. Said he dated. Oh, yeah. sorry. No. Yes, my bad. Sorry, yeah, Barbie. If you actually look at the time frame, like I saw an interview with her. She it wasn't. Was, it, it wasn't was, very long. Very late. It was three weeks. Yeah, there, there, there was no sexual relations in it, and she turned up at it. She he, he went. Well, they had that? a threesome with him and his mate. Well, no, she said uh, in an interview that I, I listened to like yesterday, she said there was no sexual contact There's between them. There's one with her on the street. She walks down the street and she says, I was I was presenting as female at the time. So she says this, I was presenting as female at the time. I didn't have the boob job. And she's got massive fake tits. And she says, but I didn't have the boob job. Certain aspects of that. I met him through, I met him through um, his flatmate. Yes, that's right. And we had, and we had, we went, that night we went and had He pushed, he, his, his flatmate pushed for it. He's like, you need to meet my flatmate Luca. Yeah, oh, he's lovely or whatever. Yeah. Because like, I think flatmate he, wanted to fuck Luca. He, um, he rented a, uh, he rented a limo for her. Yeah. To pick her up in and yeah. then took her, oh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant now, took her to a, to a decent restaurant because he was obviously using that escort money. Yeah, well, so, yeah, so the thing is with her, in some of the interviews with her, at first she wanted, to, people were going, oh, that's his ex, go and talk to her. And at first she was like, I ain't his fucking ex, I ain't have nothing to do with him because she was like, I don't want to be known for this cunt. Yeah. But later she warmed up to it a little bit and gave some interviews. Mm-hmm. We're talking three weeks of maybe fucking each other five or six times and it more being like, rather than um, a re- loving relationship, two street sex workers... Hooked up. Hooking up mutually to fucking get their rocks off, yeah. right? That's what, it, that's what it was in reality. And I, I will mention with her, like, if you actually look her up, unfortunately, this is what she's known for. Shame. And she's kind of sick of it because... Of course, you would be. In the real world, she's huge into... 
um, transgender activism for transgendered uh, street workers who have been quality, beaten, equality beaten, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that have been beaten and abused yeah. and fundraising all this stuff. So she actually spends most of her time trying to help her fellow trans people that have gone through what she's gone through with fucking. I mean, she was beaten and fucking, you know, yeah. escorts and all this shit that was going on. Standard. Trying is exactly standard for this shit, right? Especially with some men that are going through some sort of maybe they're gay, they're not, so we'll go with trans and see what happens. And then afterwards, they're like, you faggot, and they fucking attack them. Yeah. So she do deals with a lot of that. But no one asks her about that shit. Anytime anyone wants an interview with her, it's about Luca. You dated Luca. Yeah. Before before the, before the video. Just before the video. So like there was, there was that stuff involved there as well. It's one of the things that she said in, in her interview that stuck out to me is um, when she went back to his apartment... Or like the room that he shared with the other guy, with the other yeah, guy yeah. is literally it was a shrine to himself. Oh, I believe it. The uh, the like the arrogance and all that sort of shit is literally it was probably just photos of himself all over the place, and probably the Photoshop ones that you see that he fucking manipulated and just went it's my head on someone else's made body. Him look better. Oh, this always makes him look better. Like if he could fuck himself, he would. Oh, yeah, easy. If he could Loki, he would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if he could fuck himself. If he, you know, he's like Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. And again, there's some similarities with that. like Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. There's some similarities with Buffalo Bill's except cadence and voice. Except he's, except, he's not trying to, he's, except he's not trying to make a skin suit. No, but you will get into some of the stuff he said when he's in prison in the second episode. I haven't, yeah, I haven't very, looked into any of uh, that. He said some very strange things, especially towards gender identity and stuff. I'm interested. He looks, the cunt looks like he's trying to fucking worm his way in there. to another community to a fucking community they're going to try and stick up for him it's very very weird so this is essentially the end of episode one we've got to this point where Luca has killed no these, these, cats, cats, these two cats. kittens um, and this goes viral now the viral part of it as we end this I will say how much of that do you reckon was his fucking other accounts helping it oh, helping time. it get viral big time because no one's ever... I've never seen that mentioned anywhere. And it was a thought I had through I've never, until, to until watching the documentary, I'd never even knew those videos existed. Yeah, well, I remember, like, we, we've got a chat. John, who comes on the podcast, obviously, I'd mentioned Don't Fuck Hi, Cats. Hi, John. Because uh, we, we had... Um, in Square Post, and we had a catfish set up a bunch of fake accounts was trying to get nudes off women about a year and a half ago. It wasn't Tian, was it? No, it wasn't. No, we. <laughs> no, yeah, I won't put it past him. I won't put <laughs> I mean, past half of fucking Lucas' behaviour be past him as well, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we we had, and I remember bringing up at the time, "Don't fuck with cats." I was like, "You got to watch this because this cunt did the same fucking thing." Yeah. And John was like, "I ain't watching that. I'm not watching that." But then this week, when we said we we're doing, about he was like, "Oh, you're doing the fucking ice pick, the one lunatic one yeah. ice pick," and he was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So John, like me, knew of that video through yeah. the shock sites back in the day. Do you think, like with the cat videos and stuff, like you you've said yes, so Chris, do you think that he was trying to prop that up to get views himself as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. Like because it's been shared everywhere at the time, you could share shit like that on Facebook. Like it was fucking. Oh, there was no restrictions yeah. on it. Yeah. So. Back in twenty, back in two thousand and ten, there's literally Facebook had only been going what two three, years, two, two three, three years, years? Yeah. 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 So and groups had only recently been introduced. If this guy sick was around back then, they would have no problem reaching their followers. The restrictions you have on yourself now, trying to fucking get your name out there, are, are way worse. I remember when YouTube used to fucking videos would just play. If you posted a YouTube video, it wasn't a link. The video would just display on Facebook, and you could just play it on the Facebook pe like yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. You would scroll and see a video, click and play it. Now. It doesn't do that. 
No. They won't let you link off. So no, because now you've got to watch feed. fucking like five seconds of ads. Yeah, and they want you to either upload your own videos to Facebook or if you put a link, it's a link and they dampen that down. Yeah. So it's a fucking, it's a piece of shit. But yeah, that's that's our first episode on of Cyber Psychos mm. of Luca Magnata. Two-parter seems to be the way to go, I think. Two-parter's a good, good way, way to go. go. This is a good place to end. Keep in mind, if you're listening, that he's just killed these Two kittens so far. And the video's starting to go viral and that's where we'll leave you. Mm-hmm. So, peace. Peace. Bye. See you later.